I'm Tim and this is TBV for the 14th of January, the year of our Lord, 2024. TBV is a 20-minute podcast seeking truth and celebrating science all in everyday English. This time we are looking at carbon. And this episode is entitled Carbon Captive. Let's begin. The world as we know it is carbon everywhere. It is carbon in the air. It is carbon in the plant. It is carbon in the creatures. This carbon is the backbone of the code that we know as DNA. This carbon is a kingdom of creativity. It is the essence of existence. It is the very means of life on earth. The carbon is the essence of organic molecules. It is the way that things work. So, with our scale of creation, with our seven points of perspective, starting with planets and moving right down to the code of life. We're going to see how carbon is king when it comes creating the things that we know as living. We start right down with the DNA the backbone of the double helix, that spiral staircase that allows life to be encoded, a whole operating system for creating a creature. This all comes together using the genius of connectivity. What happens is that carbon is like a Lego brick. It works differently from the ones we play with, but it allows connections to be made, connections with different and essential elements. This allows the spiral to take shape, working around and around and around bringing information into existence. Of course, the carbon as king is not in any way to say that it knows what's going on. There is no decision or direction from carbon. It makes things possible, but it has no initiative. It has no insight. Of course it is 
inanimate. But it does give us a glorious insight into the one who does all these things. The king of kings, the creator of the kingdom. This is a material that is made. It is a designed building brick. It is incredibly made out of 66 elements, just like the Holy Book, the Holy Bible. It is made out in all its weighty substance out of two twelve, like the twelve tribes and the twelve apostles described in Revelation at the end of the Bible. This carbon is the very air we breathe, not that we are able to take in carbon dioxide, it's what we give out, it's what we breathe out, it's how the energy we gain from oxygen goes away as a waste product and becomes, well seriously, it becomes plant food, yes, the very trees that surround us, that tower above us, that build our houses, that give us such peace as we walk among their leaves and wonder at the green canopy they provide over our head. These trees are constructed from the carbon that we breathe out. These trees are made out of the air. The old scientific insight for this wonderful revelation is that if they had been made out of the soil, big trees would make big holes, big dips in the soil, big um, indentations in the ground. But instead, they feed on the air using sunlight and the carbon dioxide we talk so much about to make their structure and shape, to make their own code of life and the building blocks that are so varied, not like Legos, but like a whole set called protein. These incredible um, creation are the tools of growing and being and living. So we have this cycle, this cycle of the mammals like ourselves breathing in the oxygen in the air and then giving out this carbon dioxide that comes also, of course, from all combustion, when the wood or the oil or the other carbon-based compounds 
are heated up in the air. Combining with the oxygen, they give out carbon dioxide. That's a simple ratio of one carbon to two oxygens. And that is something we can live with. We can live with it in the air. We can live with it in our homes. We can live with it in our cars as we drive around. Its sister molecule, carbon monoxide, is really deadly and we need to watch out. We have the detectors. We have the warning alarms to stop us being exposed to it. What we have with carbon is not only essential to the breathing in and breathing out, the inspiration and expiration of life as we know it, both for plants and for people. But we also have the essence of the intrinsic thing of the precious stones. The diamond itself is carbon. Carbon taken from the earth. Carbon compressed deep in the depth of this planet. Carbon crushed and squashed and squeezed into its most elemental form with no inclusions, with no dislocation, with the clarity that comes when carbon is crushed. It becomes an amazing cubic crystal, one that splits light, like each of the crystals in the book of Revelation that are described in the walls of the great city that is to come. Each of these cubic crystals take the white light of the sun, the warm wonder that comes down to us, and disperses it into rainbow colors. This is what carbon creates as it takes light in and shows its multifaceted nature, its many frequencies, its marvellous, even magical properties. We are those that see by the light of Christ. We see by the glory of God and his creation images for us what he is doing. His creation causes us to look to the creator, not just to see through the light that he gives us, not just to see by the light that he entrusts to us, but even to gaze upon him who is hidden in unapproachable light. This Lord of Light, this energy of the universe that takes the dead things and animates them 
with his creative power, with the light of his word, teaches us the way. And he has hidden what in our culture have come to be called Easter eggs in the story. And today I want to introduce the idea of symbiology, not symbology, but symbiology. This is the symbols of the king that have been prepared for us to uncover in history. From ages past, long planted for our discovery. These symbols in biology show us the creativity of the king and his work that is good. This glorious creation comes in many forms and we'll touch on them in future episodes. This symbiology that we are touching on right now is the elemental nature of carbon. This backbone to life that echoes the number of books in the Bible. This is one of God's clues. The deeper and more brilliant and more beautiful and more majestic one is that the word became flesh, that God himself came among us as the word and incarnated himself into our history. And this overarching meta-narrative of God's love for us, of God's walk with us, of his way revealed to us, was hidden in the code, in the cell, in the center of the heart of creation, that every living thing relies on these cell cities where intricate and amazing things happen, barely grasped and understood, barely, barely glimpsed wonders of God for us to enjoy in our scientific discovery, for us to celebrate the wonders of insight as we find out that the Word is the way. This DNA is a word, the longest word ever discovered. This word is a twisting path through the space of the interior of our cells. It is like a roller coaster path, but not one that remains for a moment. Not an um, unfolding, twisting route through space that would take seconds or minutes 
to rise. If we were to scale up DNA to the size of a roller coaster to make a scale model using the double helix as the track and planting ourselves, our family, our friends in roller coaster cars to run along this track and read the code to travel at the scale speed of a car on a roller coaster. It would take us years to go from here to there, from one end to the other, from the beginning, the very end of the code that is contained in every one of ourselves, in each one of ourselves, not to do it the many times, for the many copies that we have, but just travel the length of the code in one copy. To explore this code that we barely have grasped its purpose and meaning, its intricacy and insight would take us just to run over it at B would take us years. The roller coaster we would need would need a theme park the size of the country of China. There is so much, so much buried beautifully embedded in your body, deep, deep down in cell upon cell, intricately formed and perfectly, majestically put together, copied with correction systems again and again, managed and maintained by the things that it creates each day, each moment, each element of existence sustained and held together by this code using carbon as its construction backbone. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We have been created for a purpose. The King is calling. He knows your heart. He loves his creation and he wants you. He wants you. He longs for you to be in relationship with him. Not going your own way but following the way of the King. I'm Tim, and this is TBV. Until next time.